0: Hello and welcome back to Agency Nation Radio. I'll be your host today, Ryan Hanley, and I have a very special guest, a very special guest, Tori Merritts. Hey, Ryan. How's it going, man? What's going on, man? From Rocket Referrals and other things, which we're going to get to, but um, this is a very special episode for, for two reasons. One... Rocker Referrals is a gold sponsor at Elevate 2017, so uh, in addition to the awesome attendees who are going to make the conference uh, so cool, all the little extra ditties and fun places that we're going to and dinners and that kind of stuff, we got to pay for that stuff, and amazing sponsors like Rocker Referrals are the ones that make that happen, so uh, I just want to start the entire show, there's not going to be a sales pitch for Rocker Referrals, but I just want to start the show by saying thank you, you guys... um You guys made a big decision to be part of this conference, and uh, I just want to say how incredibly uh, appreciative and thankful we are that you've kind of attached your brand to us and are being part of this conference.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. We're super excited to be there and meet everybody, and uh, man, you're a top-notch dude yourself, so uh, we know it's going to be a great show, and can't wait to meet you in person and, and hang
0: out and have a good time there. Likewise, likewise. So, all right. I want this show um, to be about uh, not just obviously we're not just going to sell record referrals. I want to talk a little bit about because uh, you guys, you guys, uh, you and your brother have a have a have an interesting story, um, and it wasn't like you were some MIT grad coming yeah. in. I'm just going to build this thing and change right. the way people do business and screw the way. And so you, yeah. you have an interesting story where you've kind of just fallen into this and it's fit something you were doing before. So it's so kind of yeah. take me into uh, where you've come from and, and, and kind of the backstory to this whole thing. Well,
1: I've had a, you know, this entrepreneurial spirit my entire life, you know, rocket referrals, isn't my first startup, but it, all of the prior startups I've done, it's kind of interesting because you have this big idea that you get and you, you know, try and convince people that they need this thing and you need to go um, use it and, you know, buy it. And it never seems to work out because you're trying to, entrepreneurs think so far ahead, right? They're like building things that they see people need, but people don't know that they need them yet. And uh, that was kind of my problem before. And We figured out a way around that. And, you know, this Rocket Froels kind of came out of that. What we did is instead of saying, hey, we have an idea, we said, hey, who needs to have things fixed? And so we thought about who we should talk to before we thought about what the idea is. And we're in Des Moines, Iowa, and I have a ton of uh you know resources in the insurance space i worked at principal financial group for about uh 10 years or so and so i met a lot of really great people and i thought hey why don't we just do something for insurance we don't know what that's going to be but let's do something because i can tell there's a lot of room for improvement here so let's go let's go talk with people and so Um, I set up interviews with a ton of people here in Des Moines. I just went around and, and talked to them and I went into their business and I said, Hey, I I asked them the hard questions. I said, you know, how do you, how do you make money? You know, you start basic. And then we kind of get into details and they're like, um, you know, I can see them kind of getting a little uncomfortable sometimes, <laughs> like, you know, that what happens is people kind of get into their everyday, you know, thing and they're not thinking about running their business. They're just thinking about keeping up. Right. And, um, I learned a lot through those interviews, but what I really found is that, um, people had insurance agents are really great people that want to take care of their customers right and so with that they have to to be able to sell products and so they're building these relationships with people but you know they they kind of just they forgot about people as they um, you know were, with them, you know, as they were customers for a while. And they forgot that they could use those customers to sell more product. And, um, I would ask everybody where they get most of their business and they'd say, Oh, well, I get it from referrals or, you know, people, you know, tell their friends and family and that kind of stuff. But as we really dug into the data, what we found is, um, that wasn't necessarily true. They were may they would think that they got eighty percent of their business that way. They really only got twenty percent, where they really could get eighty percent of their business through that or more um, if they did a few things. So, anyway, we uh, talked with a lot of these people and we found this problem of um, you know basically people weren't getting the most out of their current customers and they didn't know how to do it or have the time to do it. And so uh, we thought, well why don't we put together some solution and go present it to these people and sell it to them and before we ever built it and we thought you know if we can sell something that doesn't exist then we're going to be fine right so we went out to these folks we actually sold it people were writing us checks to actually build the software that they needed and so that's exactly what we did we actually built the software while working out of insurance agents offices which honestly i thought was kind of creative because we were able to say hey Um, now we have free office space, but we presented it as a benefit to them. So it was a win-win on both sides of the, you know, the table. So anyway, we, we worked out of their office for like six months and, uh, built this product while sitting next to insurance agents and, uh, learned a lot about how their business works. And, um, you know, the product is a lot better better and more, you know, uh, more advanced than it was back, you know, three or four years ago, we do a lot more things, but you know, it's, um, was really born out of insurance agents' offices. And, um, we're pretty happy about how it turned out because it's, it wasn't an idea that we had, that we had to go convince people they needed. It was actually a solution to a problem that people had in today's world, um, instead of thinking too far in the future.
0: See, that's one of the things about the story that um, that I, I really, I think it's one of the most powerful takeaways from the early part of the story. Because too often, especially with technology, um, it, and again, I work for a technology company too, a different space, particular, you know what I mean, a kind of a different angle at it, but... Um, you know, it's and 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 even maybe even some of the things that you have done. Uh, you know, we should take note of. But the idea is that uh, technology tends to get rammed down agents' throat, right? Some vendor, whether they're a large established vendor or somebody new to the market, comes in and says, "You have this problem. Here's the thing that fixes the problem." And I can't tell you how many times I've seen. You know, the look on agents' faces, like. Uh, I right. didn't realize I had that problem. Yeah. Like, I'm doing pretty well. And and I didn't realize I had that problem. And, and actually, even early in my own speaking career, um, this is one of the things that has changed the most as I've matured as a, as a speaker in the industry has been uh, I used to show up at events and just blast away at agents with all the things they're doing wrong. And they don't even – Know that there's a problem, right. right? So some agents physically don't actually have the problem. Some aren't aware of it. Sometimes the problem isn't actually impacting them. And uh, and I love the fact that you guys just said we're not gonna we're gonna go in with an open mind and say where can we actually provide value and right. and and really when I look at the product itself today, um, it 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 speaks to that. It's form fit versus trying to jam things in.
1: Yeah. You know, that's an interesting thing that you say, trying to jam things in, because so often I'll hear people talk about a different, you know, some technology. Let's just say, like, text messaging as an example. You know, someone will say, Hey, can you guys text message? And then we'll be like, Well, you know, where do you want, why do you want to use text message or, you know, something like that. And people see technology and they think that they need to use it because it's there, but that's not always true. So we're trying to, uh, be more conscious about how we use technology and make sure that we're, we're not about using technology. We're about getting results. So how can we get results with the technology that's easily available and people are comfortable with, and that integrates with their existing products already rather than just doing it because it's cool. Right. So, um, I, I, I like to, I don't like to think of us as a software company, you know, we create software. I like to think of us more as a solutions company because we're trying to solve problems, you know, and, um, when you think about it that way, it, um, I don't know, it's a lot of fun for me to listen to what people are having and then thinking about how can we be creative about, um, technology that we have to be able to solve that, that problem.
0: Yeah, so I got to be, I'll be honest with the audience here in full uh, disclosure. Um, After I started um, talking actually with uh, Tori's brother, Carl, about being a sponsor and started learning about the tool, um, I had actually gotten a demo from you guys like four years ago when you first started out. I don't know how. I I just remember walking through the product, right? And um, so then I started talking to Carl about a sponsorship and he explained the product and going through it. And uh, trustedchoice.com is actually now a customer. I was sold through the process of you guys signing up for a sponsorship. I'm like, wow, I would love to have that. And yeah. and geez, that, that that would work really well for us. So even though we're not technically selling insurance, which trustedchoice.com doesn't do, um, the subscription nature of our product fit in really well. And I'll tell you, the thing that, that really piqued my attention, and, and I'd love you to speak to this, is the idea of net promoter score. Because yeah. I think to a lot of agents, that sounds like a marketers, buzzwordy thing that, you know, I'm an insurance agent. What the heck do I need to know what net promoter score is? So can you talk a little bit about why that's such an important piece of your product?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, this, you know, kind of going back to uh, the very beginning when we were, you know, presented with a problem, um, you know, we needed to find a way to figure out who a customer's or sorry, who an agency's uh, most loyal customers are. Now, we have a lot of really interesting things in the background from an algorithm perspective to look at different attributes behind people to kind of give them a score for how likely they are to recommend. But when you start thinking about uh, building algorithms, you need a way to like train this. I'm kind of getting really technical here, but I'm going to you know simplify it here. But in a second, you need to have data to train. You need to be able to say, hey, um, uh, here's a set of people that I know are promoters, right? And here's a set of people that I think might be promoters, but here's their data attributes. What things do they have in common, right? At the simplest level. So we, we were looking for this way to like figure out who someone's, uh, you know, best customers were. And so we did a lot of research and we came across this guy named Fred Reichfeld or Reichheld, And, um, he wrote this book, about Net Promoter, and I think it's called uh, Loyalty 2.0, and uh, or sorry, the Ultimate Question, and um, we we started to really research this, and we we bought on right you know right right away as we were going through this. We we're like, wow, this is an amazing concept, and essentially what it does is it asks a very simple question. It says, how likely are you to recommend me or my agency or however you want to say it to a friend or colleague? And the idea behind that is, if someone feels themselves like they're likely to recommend, then they're not just a satisfied customer. It doesn't gauge satisfaction; it really gauges loyalty and what the value of that customer is. So, if anybody wants to read more about NPS, go check out that book and get into detail on uh, about it. But
0: I'll have a link to that book in the show notes. This yeah. is episode number uh, sixty-nine. So, if you go to agencynation forward slash podcast, look for episode sixty-nine. You can. Uh, have a link in the show notes to uh, all the stuff we talk about today in, in including this book. So
1: the thing about this though the NPS today as it is outside of what we do anyway is it's used as a score. People even call it NPS or net promoter score and you know we made a decision very early on in rocket referrals that you know is like hey we don't want to present people with charts and graphs and numbers and click throughs and click this click that nps score this that instead we're like what let's take it to the next level what can we use that data for and actually automate action for on the you know other side so that the agent doesn't need to do anything and i'll tell you why we made that decision it all goes back to um, an agent that i was sitting back when when we first did those interviews, his name was Brad and I'm sitting to Brad and I'm telling him all these things to do. And I'm like, Hey dude, if your NPS is this and your click-throughs are that, then that means you need to do this. And he goes, he just leans back in his chair. He's like, <sighs> and I'm like, man, w- what's up, Brad? He's like, well, Tori, I just want to sell insurance, man. Can you just do this stuff for me? Like I'll pay you to, to do this. I'm like, ah, I need to automate this for Brad. Like I can't give him numbers. I need to give him results. And so uh, what we do with nps then you know to kind of take that you know to the next level is we look at someone's score and everything that we know about them and then automate Follow-up communication, like review requests and testimonial requests, and things like that, for you, which is what you should be using NPS for, right? So, if you're going to do NPS on your own and you're looking at scores at an aggregate level, then you're only getting 10% of it of NPS's value. You need to be looking at the NPS of each individual and then driving communication off of that. So, um, that score, for example, let's take it as as a you know a concrete example. Let's say you have a new customer right? What you want to do is send them a, you know, maybe a handwritten card or something like that, that makes them feel good. And then follow that up with an NPS email that says, Hey, how likely are you to recommend? And what you're doing is you're not only figuring out, is that person likely to recommend, but you're making them make that decision themselves, right? So they're more likely to pick a higher score because they just had some really cool, nice handwritten communication or something. And then they rate themselves a 10. They say, oh man, I'm really highly likely to recommend. So they're deciding themselves that they're a 10, but they're also giving that information to you. And so now you know this person is a 10, you can follow that up with some other emails like, hey, why don't you give me a testimonial? We know that when you give a testimonial, you'll, you're several times more likely to recommend and your retention numbers also go up because they make a decision that they like. It's just one of those things that you're, uh, you know, more cementing the fact that they're a loyal customer. You need to not necessarily just find out that they are a loyal customer, but they need to decide themselves that they are a loyal customer. And so you can use NPS to drive a lot of those communications. So in a nutshell, what we're doing is we're using NPS as one of the ways to figure out how to sell that meant that loyal relationship with people.
0: So. So, sorry, I'm 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 feverishly taking notes. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I um so what I heard is uh from from and there's a couple of layers here. So the first thing I heard is uh from a technology standpoint, we need to let insurance agents be insurance agents. And that when we're uh, maybe the agents that are listening to this, uh maybe if there's any uh, uh technology providers or 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 carrier professionals that are listening um, when we're evaluating a technology solution or or thinking about creating one, um, at at its core, that technology must allow agents to be agents, not force them to be, you know, uh, chief marketing officers. Which which maybe some people have inside them. That was obviously what drove me out of being an agent into being uh, a marketing professional. Yeah, but that I don't think you know. I, I think that's more the edge case than. Um, most agents. So I think that's a, a really interesting thought. The one that uh, I want to dive into a little deeper is this idea of we need to let our clients decide for themselves. It's almost like so. I always talk about the idea of how do we build fences around our clients, right? How do we provide so much value that they they never want to leave? And fences might be the wrong, you know. Yeah, it sounds more yeah. like a jail. You know, yep. we, we kind of right. want there to be no fences, but it to be so amazing that they don't, you know. Um, right. but. So talk talk to me a little bit more about that um, because yeah. that that psychology to me is incredibly interesting yeah. that um, that they take an action. And it's, it's almost like that action is is not so much telling you, but telling themselves, yeah, I really do love this company. Yeah. I really did
1: enjoy this experience. That's super important. It, you know, everything that we do is backed by psychology. Every single piece we do. And sometimes people will ask us, hey, can you do this? And we'll be like, eh, I don't think you really want to do that because of X reason. And um, so much of what people do it changes their future behavior. It doesn't just, and and I think it's you have to provide a different sort of perspective on things. You really have to think about the person that's reading your email and clicking on things, and how do they feel when they're going through those actions? And you know, so think of yourself. How would you feel when you're going through those? Right, like if you gave a testimonial about your agent to someone. Wouldn't you feel like you needed to stick by that person going forward and to remain consistent with your word? Most people, like that's the psychology behind it is when we tell someone that we like someone else, especially publicly, and we put our name to it, that cements that fact in our brain. And we're going to remain consistent with that ourselves because we don't want other people to see us as inconsistent. Yeah, dude,
0: I'm, like, psychotic about that. When I find somebody that I like working with, people think that I, like, work for them. I'm like, no, that's, I just, like, I've, I've fallen in love with this company, and I'm completely cool with talking about them, and... Um it's almost like what you're saying is these people like become ambassadors kind of for your exactly. business. Exactly. That's what you want.
1: And they you don't you don't want them to know that that's what you're doing because that kind of changes the whole dynamic of everything. You have to come up with creative ways to get people to do that without you know Um, them kind of catching on, you know, per se. But, um, you know, and that's why NPS is so powerful, because uh, that we can use that data to drive other things. For example, testimonials. I had a guy uh, very early on, you know, come to me and he's like, hey, Tori, I just collected like, um, you know, I think it was 50 testimonials from his customers in a couple of weeks. He's like, hey, I got these 50 testimonials. Now what? And I'm like, congratulations, that's 50 people that are six times more likely to stay with you and are, you know, seven times more likely to give you a referral than two weeks ago, right? And he's like, yeah, man, that's great. So, um, a lot of the things that you do, you get that initial value and it lives on, it goes on. And, you know, so we actually go back and look at the data sometimes, you know, cause I'm a big, I'm a big data nerd and it's crazy. The difference, if you look at people who give a testimonial, you know, on average, I think, I think. This, don't quote me on this because it was a long time ago and I'm not going to get it right, but it was like the average number of days that they would be with an agent, meaning they had an active policy with them, was like two or 3,000, right? <laughs> it's crazy. And then if you look at uh, people who were you know, rated low on the NPS as a detractor, um, which would be like a 0 to 6 score out of 0 to uh, 10, they were average stay with you like, uh, 360, which, you know, kind of is an interesting time, right? You know, before that last year in, you know, that last year policy renewal, maybe they went one six month and then renewed one time. And so it's, it's really interesting to look at the data that way. Cause it's night and day. So, um, w- our goal is to get as many people to identify themselves as a promoter as possible, because it makes a huge impact.
0: Um, so one more thing that I want to ask you about and, you know, and, uh, Tori's going to be uh, a speaker at Elevate as well. So I don't want to use up, I don't want to waste all your flavor to, <laughs> yeah. um, speak in the vernacular of our time. <laughs> um, but I did want to ask you a little bit about the handwritten cards idea. Like, sure. you know, I think in, in the digital, you know, everything's digital, digital, digital. And then you guys are sending out handwritten cards and it's like, yeah. and, and actually, a handwritten card. So the the genesis of of this entire relationship is I had sent an agent to you guys because I had heard from another agent that that the product was good. So someone asked me about something and I said, well, you know, I don't know personally, but check these guys out. Uh, I've heard from a couple different agents that they're doing good things. So then that guy ended up signing up with you and you guys ended up sending me a handwritten thank you card, which I saw and went, this is really cool. And I, and I, kind of appreciate it too. So then that's when I reached out you know, so that's kind of how the whole thing connects. But the handwritten card idea, like, I think it seems counterintuitive, but at the same time, you know.
1: Well, so we're problem solvers, right? You know, when this, this was three years ago or four years ago, when we first built the product, everybody was asking for more digital type of communication. And we recognized at that point, if everyone is going digital, we need to go physical. And, uh, that's how you stand out. And not physical, like a postcard or something that's junk mail, that that stuff doesn't really work that well. I mean, it, it works in a different way, but it doesn't work like what we wanted with current existing. We're talking about talking, communicating with your high quality you know, people. You got to send them something a little more personal. So we thought, man, we need to send handwritten cards for these people. Well, how do we do it? Well, we researched so many different things. Like we tried different services. We literally would send a card to someone and then uh, videotape them getting it out of their mailbox. Now, not strangers. It would be like one of my friend's wives or something like that. So it's not like we're creeping (laughs) on people and stuff. But, you know, we would literally watch people and their reaction as they open the things. And uh, we tested so many different stuff. And You know, we couldn't find one out there that existed that had the quality that, uh, you know, made us feel like it, you know, Actually, improve the relationship. So you know we're problem solvers. We build our own. Yeah, you know, we never wanted to get into the printing business, but uh, we sort of fell into it because nobody was doing it to the quality that we wanted. Like we wanted first class stamps. We wanted you know really high quality textured paper. We wanted um, the right size of envelopes. And like the envelopes that we use are hand stuffed. Every single one of them a human hand stuffs it, puts a stamp on it because machines can they don't not have a machine that can insert um, a card at the tolerance that we have like it's wedding invitation like level stuff and that's what we wanted to get out of it so we know that that type of communication improves the relationship we just had to find a way to do it at scale and so that's why we invented what we have
0: yeah I I think I think it's brilliant Um, I think it comes at your clients a couple different ways Um, and, and I'll tell you to speak to the quality idea, and and this is what I thought was really interesting about the psychology behind this. And, and again, you know, we're, we're talking about rocket referrals. Obviously I'm a fan, um, beyond just the fact that they're, uh, sponsoring Elevate, but, um, you know, I, I think some of the things that, that Tori's saying today are, are so important when we're, when we're analyzing any piece of technology or any tool that we're, we're thinking about adding to our agency, because when I got this card, You know, I knew that you guys hadn't actually put pen to paper and written it out, but I'll tell you all the things you just said, the quality of the envelope, I know everything you just mentioned, I noticed. And what I said to myself was, this wasn't cheap. You know what I mean? Like this wasn't some, you know, 20 cent thing that some computer just blasted out and it looked, you know, it looked really well done. And I read the note and I said, Bah. I literally said to myself, I kind of, I appreciate this. Like this is, I appreciate this thing. And, um, and I think our clients, you know, when we're doing these kind of touches, will have the same, they're going to appreciate these processes because they know you're using them as a way to stay in touch that, you know, clients know we have 2000, 3000, 4000, you know, clients, they know that. And these processes and, and the time it takes to set them up and the money we spend on them, I think our clients really appreciate them when they're done right.
1: Yeah, they do. And, you know, we always say that, you know, we're not out to like trick people and make them think that, you know, they are actually handwritten. It's more about communicating in a human way that really, you know, does it. So like when you read that note, you it feels different when you read that you know the way that it is and on that paper and everything that exact emotion that you're talking about it feels different than if you're reading a letter or something that's printed or you know something like that so that's that's exactly why we do it because it really does make an impact some people actually think that it's handwritten and some people don't but even the people that don't still have that emotional impact
0: yeah well dude um this has been excellent uh, and I'm really looking forward to having you guys at uh, Elevate. Um, this is gonna be a great event. Um, you guys are definitely raising the bar. I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, having you as a speaker as well. Um, what I want to do now is I want to let anyone listening to this who's interested in learning more about Rocket Referrals know exactly where to go um, so that they can get a demo. Because I'll tell you the difference. You got to get the demo. That's the deal with this. You can you can go, You read the features page, read the pricing page. You can do all that. But I'll tell you, once you see the demo and you see the kind of how the back end works, that's what sold me, right? So yeah. um, that's when I literally and uh, Sydney in our office... Will tell you she had like, uh, she was trying to sell me on this for something else, and I saw it and I was like, Nope, we're using it for this thing over here. Yeah. And, uh, so you got to get the demo. So, where can people go to get um, kind of schedule a demo for themselves? Yeah,
1: they can just go to rocketreferrals.com and click on request a demo, and it's rocketreferralsplural.com. And, uh, definitely the demo is, is sweet, but then at the same time, we're changing the game when it comes to how insurance agents buy software. We don't have contracts and setup fees and this and that and whatever you know our fence we don't have a fence right what we do is we make the best possible product continue to innovate it have the best possible service we can and it's month to month you know if you have to be able to afford 150 bucks a month to try this thing like it is worth it i'm telling you like i feel like i'm giving it away even at that price and you know if you try it for a
0: month you're gonna love it you're gonna stick with it i guarantee it I agree with that. Um, I wholeheartedly agree, and uh, and anyone who's heard something that they like here, I think uh, it would be worth your time to check it out. So, um, Tori, thanks again. This has been great. For anyone who is not coming to Elevate 2017, um, you know this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about. I mean, yes, uh, Rocket Referrals is a sponsor, but. But guys, you know, these are the kind of products, these are the, the customer experience value adds that we're trying to make this conference all about. And, you know, we have 20 plus speakers. We have, you know, uh, let's see, five, six, there's like seven keynote style presentations that are going to be really high level stuff. Then we're going to dive into some, some specifics and get very tactical um, you know, I, I've, I've written this a bunch of times. I've shared it all over Brent Kelly, one of our speakers, you know, sent me a private message on the side and said, dude, you guys aren't putting on an event. You're creating an experience. I can't think of a better way to describe it. Go to agencynation.com forward slash elevate 17 get your ticket, surround yourself with forward leaning people who are just to just want to be in this space, want to talk to each other, bump into each other, learn things. It's going to be a great time. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Tori, thank you. Guys, thanks for listening. We're going to get out of here.